Welcome to the podcast that showcases the rural town careers and opportunities you need to know about. Welcome to What's Your 9 to 5. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to What's Your 9 to 5. My name is Chris Hookstra. And on the podcast today, we got a great guest. We have Mr. Philip Craig. How's it going, Phil? Uh, it is great. I am so pumped to be here. Well, it's good to have you on, man. I, I like the setup so far. It's looking professional. I get the suit and tie on. It's, it's awesome. Uh, thanks. Yeah, we uh, we like to keep it classy here at the Nuclear Innovation Institute. So Awesome. Uh, no, I, I heard I was going to be on the pod, so I figured I'd better be looking my best. Well, thank you. We really appreciate it, my man. So uh, first off, um, introduce yourself and let the audience know what you do. Uh, hi, my name is Philip Craig. Uh, I am the director of NII Explore. And essentially what that means is that I have the greatest job in the world. Uh, what my job is, is to uh, encourage and introduce uh, students uh, to STEM and the, the, the fields of science and technology, engineering, math, uh, and even some skilled trades. Awesome. That is, that's, that's super cool. That's awesome. So uh, what made you want to get into your job position? Uh, I got really, really lucky, actually. I used to be a teacher for the Blue Water School Board. And okay. uh, one day I was, I was presenting, I was doing something, uh, and someone from the nuclear industry said, hey, uh, we could use somebody with your energy, with your enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, would you be interested in helping us out? Uh, so, uh, I have a background in teaching, but what really got me here is, uh, I like to have a lot of fun with my classes. I like to be high energy and, uh, that's something that the nuclear industry said, Hey, we could use some of that. That's awesome. So, um, did you, did you ever think you'd be in the position you are now with your job? Cause it seems like, no, hey, it's a great job. no, not at all. Uh, <laughs> I, I was more of an English history guy. I was never, mm. a, uh, like a big uh, science person. Mm -hmm. Uh, it always interests me, but like, I just, I didn't, never really studied it. So it was, it's been really interesting since I've been in this role. Uh, like I often learn, uh, right along with the kids or I, I learn from all the really smart people who mm -hmm. work here at the nuclear innovation Institute. Uh, but it also allows me to kind of see like, oh, I'm looking at this, uh, this STEM stuff as an outsider. Uh, so sometimes that allows me to explain things uh, a little bit differently than maybe an engineer would. Yeah, for sure. That, that's awesome. So what, so, so obviously here at, uh, at uh, Launchpads, there's what's your nine to five. He is, uh, we run out of Launchpad and we're all about, you know, giving youth some cool, um, opportunities to find out what careers they want to get into. So, um, do you guys have any opportunities for youth at the uh, NII? Uh, yeah, we do. We have a lot of summer students who come in to help us with a lot of different things. Uh, so my summer students, they generally help with uh, kind of going out into the community, uh, meeting with other students, running, from, running some STEM experiments, uh, or even some of our coding classes. Uh, but we also have other summer students that help uh, kind of more like university level summer students that help with research, uh, that help with re uh, some report writing, things like that. Uh, and that research actually goes and impacts 
what happens in the nuclear industry. Uh, so it's, it's really exciting. And I'd like, I've seen some of the work that these students put out and it's some pretty technical, uh, pretty exciting stuff uh, that they've been able to work on. So we love hiring students. We love getting them involved uh, because we know that they're we're probably going to be working for them in, in 10 or 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So any youth listening out there, come on. All, all those things sound great. Get involved. Okay. So obviously the name of the show is what's your nine to five. So um, if you could take us through like, what is like a daily nine to five, like for like for your job? Yeah, my job is, oh, sorry. Uh, my job is a little bit different than most in the fact that it doesn't really have uh, like a daily nine to five. My job is always changing depending on uh, what events we're running or what we're doing. Uh, so a lot of the things that I do is I, I do shows uh, like this or, or whether on podcasts or, or online, uh, talking about science, uh, kind of doing experiments with a bunch of students uh, kind of over Zoom. Uh, sometimes I run coding classes. Uh, we'll go into schools and teach kids how to code. Uh, a lot of my job is just kind of reading and learning and seeing what's kind of new and exciting in the world of STEM education. Uh, but I will say kind of the main thing that, uh, that I love that is the same every day is that we have a great team here. Uh, that no matter what I do, no matter how crazy I try to make it, uh, I have a lot of great uh, coworkers that say, hey, that sounds awesome. How can I help? How can I do things? And I think that's really important um, that even though the things I do may change, uh, the team we have uh, and like the drive we have to, to accomplish those things always stay the same. Yeah. And like, like I can, I can attest to that. Like having a good team around you at your job is like almost everything, right? It affects oh, yeah. like okay. the mood you have. If you have a bad group of people you work with, it, it's always the worst. But you, you have a good team around you. It makes you work harder. And it's, it's just a good all around like vibe for everybody. So that's good. You guys got a good team down there. Yeah. Not just work harder though. It's also work smarter. Mm -hmm. uh, like a lot of my job yeah. is based on creativity and kind of new ways of doing things. And often it's hard to kind of come up with those ways unless you have someone to bounce ideas off of, or unless you have somebody who's gonna take all the energy you have and just kind of like bounce it right back to you. Uh, so yeah, it's not, it's not always about working harder. It's about having those moments of inspiration that uh, is a lot often, or is easier to have when you have uh, other people around you. Yeah, that's awesome, I like that. So um, I want to get a bit more into maybe like how you got to this position. So um, what did you take for your post-secondary education? Because I know a lot of youth are still kind of, they're pretty, they're not sure if maybe what they want to take after high school or if they want to take anything. So um, what was your journey after high school like for you? Yeah, so I took a pretty kind of winding road to where I am now. I've, I had a lot of different jobs um, and I tried to get as much experience as I could in the workforce before kind of choosing what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so I went to the University of Ottawa for communications. Uh, and while I was there, uh, one of my friends who was, a teacher, who was a teacher asked me to come in and run like a speech writing class 
for their, uh, sorry, a speech writing class for their students. Uh, just a way to kind of, okay, what's, how do we set up a speech? How do we do a presentation? Things like that. Mm -hmm. And he ran his class in such a way that got me really excited. I said, you know, like, this is teaching. This is something I can get excited about. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up taking my Bachelor of Education at the University of Ottawa as well. Uh, so I had my, uh, my Bachelor uh, of Arts in Communications. I had my Bachelor of Education. And that took me uh, to getting a job with the Blue Water District School Board, uh, where I taught for a number of years. That's awesome. Yeah, that is quite the winding road. So um, you say, yeah, you've had it like even after that, you've had different jobs and stuff before you had that job. So I know when, when you stopped in here, um, I think a couple of weeks ago, you said you'd done some voiceover work and some radio stuff as well. So um, how has that experience, like, how was that experience? And like, how did you end up landing those jobs? Yeah. So when I was in high school, actually, uh, I did a high school co-op at 95.5 The Coast, <laughs> uh, which is a radio station that doesn't even exist anymore. It was based out <laughs> okay. of the garden. Okay. But uh, what was great about that experience is that radio station was just starting. Like mm. it started and I was there on like day one with my application saying, you know, please, I would love to do this. Yeah. And because it was just starting, I got to do a lot of different things. So I was like the co-host of the afternoon drive home. I did color commentary for junior seed Bulldogs games. Oh, wow. uh, that's our, our local hockey team. Mm -hmm. And that was a really cool thing for someone who was in grade 11 to, to get yeah. a chance to do. And then as, uh, even after I was done my co-op, I kind of kept working there. I did uh, kind of things on and off. Uh, I stuck with the color commentary. And I think more than anything else, that just gave me some confidence. Uh, so when I went to Ottawa for university, uh, there was a, a studio there that did a lot of the voiceovers for video games. Mm -hmm. And they just put an ad out to say, hey, we need voice actors. So I went in and now if you play any army games from Ubisoft, uh, I'm one of those stock voices in the background going, hoorah, or open fire. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, it, all of those little jobs, it just gives you more confidence. Yeah. Uh, so that's what was in radio. I've done a lot of different things. So I worked at a funeral home. Uh, I designed escape rooms. Uh, wow. I've been a camp counselor. I've been a rock climbing instructor. Uh, you know, I've taught. I was a, a youth pastor. I've done all oh, sorts of different man. things. Yeah. Um, but in each one of those jobs, you know, you learn something that helps you out later on. And you mm -hmm. don't even know what it is at the time. Uh, but looking back, you can say, oh yeah, like I use that skill every day or like, oh yeah, I learned that in this job and that, that helps me out over here. Yeah. Um, so all of the opportunities you have, don't take any of them for granted because yeah, you end up doing a lot of different things. Yeah. That's so cool. And you have like the perfect voice for it. Like the deep, like that is a perfect radio voice of voice. Like that's awesome. So I'm glad you got to do some of that. I got a, a voice for radio and a face to match. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say, right? Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to get into that more of like, yeah, so like how all those jobs have kind of, you know, 
like like are there skill like what specifically what kind of skills have you learned in previous jobs that help you out in your job today oh that's a great question um yeah so you know when i was working at a funeral home uh you learn a lot of like emotional intelligence things like you're dealing with people often on like the worst days of their life uh mm. so that that allows you to really um yeah, your empathy, you know, you, you, you learn a lot of that skill. Yeah. Uh, I was a tour guide in Ottawa uh, for, for a couple of years, and that allowed me to really hone, like, storytelling and how do you keep the attention of a group, things like that. Mm. Uh, I worked on a dairy farm uh, for years and years, and that's just perseverance and patience if you've ever worked with dairy cows. Uh, you know, uh, in radio, I learned a lot of kind of the, the technical side. How do I, how do I edit voices and how do I do things like that? Um, and that surprisingly helps me all the time because now making videos and things like that is, is what I do. Um, you know, teaching, it's all about, okay, how do I take a hard concept and bring it down to its like bare essentials? so I can pass that on to students. Uh, so yeah, in all of those jobs, like I took a little piece and a little piece and you, you end up with this really weird kind of mix of skills that might just be perfect for, for your next job. Yeah. Uh, when I was an escape room architect, it was all about designing puzzles mm -hmm. and you don't realize it, but there's a lot of science. There's a lot of chemistry. There's a lot of physics that go, goes into those puzzles. And uh, if you can master those and present it in a fun way, uh, all of a sudden learning gets a lot more enjoyable. So yeah. uh, in every job I've ever done, I've definitely taken something with me and said, oh man, like that's really interesting. That's, that's something that even though, you know, I no longer work here, uh, I'm gonna use in the future. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. And like, I think it's important for a lot of youth to know that like, you don't need, you don't need to know exactly what your path is going to be, you know, when you're like 16, 17, because a lot of youth stress themselves out and think that's what they have to do. But like, you know, everybody's journey is just so it can be all over the place until you find out where you really want to be. And I think that's a great, you're a great example of that and using different skills from different jobs to get you where you really want. That's awesome. Now, when I was in Ottawa, uh, I had a bunch of friends who worked on uh, Parliament Hill, and one of my best friends used to work in the Prime Minister's office. Oh, wow. And he always said that the most stressful thing, the most stressful job he ever had was working at McDonald's when he was 16. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, really? like, he took all of, like, the, the stress management skills he learned at 16, and he was using them when he was like making decisions for the prime minister. And yeah. I think that's really important. Like, mm -hmm. hey, it's when you're 16, you're probably not in that forever job, but that doesn't mean you're not learning really, really useful skills. Yeah, well, that's a great example. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've like McDonald's workers. I got, I got to give it hats off to you guys and your patience. Cause I know how horrible people can be in that industry. And uh, yeah, you definitely have to have, you know, a lot of patience and a lot of, you know, how to deal with stress, especially in a job like that. So it definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I just got a couple more questions for you. Thank Thanks again for your time. I really appreciate it. Oh, no it. problem. Let's do it. So um, we asked this question to everybody who comes on the show. If you could go back in time, 
and talk to your 16-year-old self, what would you say to him? I would just say, like, be open to those opportunities. Uh, don't be afraid to say yes. Even if things aren't, like, exactly what you want, uh, the more experience you have, the better. And also, I would say volunteer more. Um, especially in, in small towns, like, people know each other, and you don't know what doors just those loose connections are, go are going to, to open. So I would say get out and volunteer. It doesn't really matter what for, like agricultural societies or, um, you know, community living or just like cleanup crews or fall fairs or anything. Uh, the more involved you are in your community, the better off you're going to be, uh, especially in a lot of the small towns in, in Bruce and Gray counties, where I imagine most of your listenership is. Yeah. For sure. No, you're so right on that. That makes that makes so much sense. I like that advice. That's good. So um, what else do you guys hope to accomplish over there at the at Nuclear Innovation Institute? Like what else are you guys wanting to, to, to do in the future? Oh, uh, we have huge plans. We are so excited uh, about what we're building. Uh, we're excited about uh, hopefully these COVID restrictions uh, becoming a thing in the past because we want to be out there, we want to be in schools, and we want to be doing really cool science experiments. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to be uh, really encouraging students to look deeper into STEM. Uh, and not just like university level courses, but also, you know, you know, be a carpenter, be a plumber, be an electrician, be a welder. There's an awful lot of science and math that goes into those skilled trades as well. Uh, so our big goal is saying, hey, how can we teach students? How can we introduce students? How can we motivate students to take a deeper look into science, into technology, into engineering, and into math? And how can that, uh, how can that knowledge and how can that experience start influencing their job choices? Mm, I really like that. That is, that is that's just so great what you guys are doing. Um, well, thanks again for your time, uh, Phil. I really appreciate it. Um, is there any plugs or any things you want to let the youth listeners know about that you haven't uh, got to talk about yet? Uh, any plugs? Yeah, I, NII Explore, uh, we can only do what we do because of our sponsors. Uh, so we want to say a big thank you to all the founders of NII. We also want to say a big thank you, uh, namely to Bruce Power and NWMO. They really help us out a lot. Uh, because they kind of share the same vision, you know, how can we help local students uh, learn more about this? Uh, and as far as plugs for what we're doing in the future, uh, we will be back in schools running our coding classes pretty soon. Uh, we're going to be back in schools running a few extra science classes and experiments pretty soon. Uh, so just stay tuned for those details. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Phil, for letting the listeners know about that. Thanks for coming on. Um, I Thanks think for you, having me. You're like the perfect interview because you you get the message across about, you know, yeah, like we said again before, you know, like no, nobody's path is the same. And um, you do a great job of what you do. So I'm glad you're, you're, you got the position you got because you do a, a great job. And uh, I appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Philip Craig, ladies and gentlemen.